Well, welcome everybody to episode 121 of Podcateers. In this episode, we talk about the only times that Disneyland and Walt Disney World have ever closed, the new Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest trailer dropped, and it is all sorts of awesome! Freeform brings back the 13 Nights of Halloween, and since we're on that, we totally recommend that you guys watch Hocus Pocus. It's not just a cool Halloween movie, but it's just kind of an awesome movie. Uh, We also get a glimpse at what the collector's new home is going to look like at California Adventure next year. Support for Podcasters is provided by Amazon. Before making your next Amazon purchase, it would help us greatly if you went to podcasters.com slash Amazon first and clicked on the big Amazon button. That will take you to Amazon using our special link and doing so before your next purchase won't actually cost you anything extra, but it will give us a small commission as a form of saying thank you from Amazon because you went through that link. So to everyone already using our link for their purchases, we truly appreciate the added support. Additional support for Podcateers is provided by listeners like you. Yeah, you listening right now. If you would like to be a fairy godparent of the podcast and help us out with a monthly, weekly, or even one-time contribution, you can do so for as little as $1, which, believe it or not, goes a long way in helping to keep the podcast running. So for more information, just head over to podcateers.com and click on the Patreon logo or go to patreon.com slash podcateers. Some photos, videos, and more info on things that we talk about in this episode will be available at podcateers.com slash 121. Make sure to leave a comment at the bottom of the post on anything that we talk about. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Also, make sure to look for us on YouTube. We are Podcateers. We just posted a video recently where the acapella group Westbeat sang Sarah's theme and I put a spell on you from Hocus Pocus. So go to the channel, check it out. If you like it, please hit that thumbs up button and make sure to subscribe to the channel for updates on new videos. On the other social networks, you can just search for Podcateers. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on Snapchat. And that is going to be it. So I'm going to let you guys jump into this episode. Thank you all as always so very much for listening. This is episode 121 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. It's crazy because Javier actually sent me a screenshot of eBay showing that <laughs> some of these tiki cups are on sale for what was the one that you sent me? Like 200 bucks? Uh, the highest that I saw. There's a few that I saw. The just one that I saw was 225, I think. That's insane. Now wait, there's more. There was oh, one where a guy was <laughs> was selling two for 350. That's a bargain. That is a bargain. That's a bargain. But you wait, should jump on it. Wait, there's more. There was one guy selling four of them for an even six hundred dollars. Now that's oh, that's a what? deal. That's a bargain, right? That there. is a bargain. That's the one that we need to jump yes. on. Give me that link. Sold. Seriously. <laughs> eBay. You know, when we talked about it last week, uh, you know, we had already jumped on it a couple weeks after because uh, it was such a popular product that, you know, and it, I had read that it had sold out in like two hours. Right. Okay. But I guess it had maybe been split up. I don't know the the case, but the point is that it is sold out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you got one, that's awesome. They're supposed to bring in a small batch. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's supposed to be a small batch coming right about Halloween time. But here's the deal. Just because you put it on eBay for that price doesn't mean that it's going to sell for that exactly. price. Exactly. And I I have a bit of bad news for you, Javier. Go ahead, tell me. Remember the whole you would pay twenty seven bucks for it and not a penny more because <laughs> right. that's with the AP discount that, right. that you told us. Exactly. Uh, apparently you don't get a discount on the tiki cups <laughs> no yeah i got a message from listener and fairy godparent ashley uh-huh. saying that there is no discount what on yeah, that is no not discount. fair something about having to do with it having alcohol which is weird because if you are buying the cup without the alcohol why can't you get the discount on the physical product? Is it the same price with or without the alcohol? It's the same price. That's dumb. That's what I'm saying. Then get it with the alcohol. I won't. Why? Because there's no more cups. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully uh, when Halloween time comes around, there's going to be a small batch. And if you are one of the lucky few that is able to go stand in the two-hour line for uh-huh. that release and get one, let us know. Tag us in any pictures that you end up posting on Instagram or Facebook or the Snapchats. Mm-hmm. We'd like to see what, what the crazy line. Or you know what? Send us a message. Go ahead and record something with the voice recorder on your phone and just email it to comments at podcasters.com. We can play it in an upcoming podcast. That'd be cool. Yeah. No taunting, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of sad that I may not end up with one of these. Lynette's going to go very soon. She said that she's going to try to go find one, but I don't think she's going to go when they are scheduled to re-release them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hearing that it is going to literally be that week of Halloween. Something tells me she's not going to try very hard to get you that so. cup. I don't think so. Either. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it's okay. I got my beer. I have my Ravenclaw tumbler. Oh, yeah. Life is good, which I've been using for my drinks this last week. Have you? Thank you, sir. You haven't been using mine, have you? I used yours once. Why? Because mine was dirty, and I hadn't done the dishes yet. Dude. Like, not cool, man. Seriously, it sounds like something a Slytherin would do. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to feel the nasty for a little bit. What would an actual Slytherin do when, when someone uses his cup, Mario? What would you do in this situation? Uh, say hey. Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. Well done, sir. Yeah. Well, I hope you don't do it again. <laughs> oh well, he did wag his finger. Yeah, he did. At me. That was very stern. <laughs> now you know. I've been lectured. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't use your cup. I don't want your cooties. Okay. Good. I just use mine. Because... Am I just gonna have to take it home? Because. You could have had beer today, and you decided you didn't want any. Because I know it's going to knock me out. I'm already sleepy. Well, that's your fault. Kind of. That's your fault. Well. If you, look, if you spend years uh abusing your body the way that I have, not (laughs) sleeping, and only getting two to three hours of sleep every night for about a decade. Yes. You too, sir. Would have been able to endure the beer uh-huh. or even have coffee at 2.30 in the morning yes. and still go to sleep. Hmm. Very tempting. I'm telling you. Very give it tempting. a try. I'll think about it. Give it a try. Super healthy. After I leave, go home, <laughs> go to bed, and fall asleep, then I'll think about Super it. Super healthy. Podcasters <laughs> did not mean anything that just occurred in this conversation. Please do not take this as any form of medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, it's been such a crazy week, man. What's going on, man? 
I feel uh, I feel bad for all the people that were going through uh, Hurricane Matthew uh, in Florida. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it was kind of intense just looking at the Twitter feed, the Facebook feed, and uh, looking at the news. You know, thankfully, the hurricane is over. You know, yeah. it just narrowly missed Orlando. Mm. It was like in this weird pocket of what was happening. And so I know that in other areas, it was a lot more devastating. And to all of the people that are going through that right now, our hearts go out to you. We're sending positive thoughts. You know, hopefully everything uh, gets back to normal uh, as soon as possible. But yeah, man, it missed Orlando and Disney World by just a tiny bit. Like they got a lot of the big rain. They got some of the wind, not at the intensity Right. That some of the other cities right. got it. Uh, but it's over. And, I mean, this is only the fourth time ever that Disney World has actually closed down in its entire 45-year existence. So it it was large enough, winds were high enough that they decided, you know what, let's just shut it down. The hurricane was qualified as a Category 4 hurricane, which okay. means it, it was... It was intense. Those means it means like high winds and stuff. It was set to have like 145 mile per hour winds. Oh wow! Once that got announced, then they made the decision to basically shut down the city at 5 p.m. Mm. Like all parks closed down, the shopping districts, like everything, just literally shut down at 5 p.m. At that point, they started evacuating everything. And so that's when the people that were in the other resorts, like the Polynesian Village, uh, the Treehouse Villas, the Saratoga Springs, like all of those resorts got evacuated and moved over to other hotels that were in the area. Mm. Uh, for the most part, it never really got as intense as it did in the in the other sections, like in Georgia and uh, like I think Fort Lauderdale may have actually gotten it pretty bad, too. Orlando itself and where uh, Walt Disney World was, it didn't really hit as as bad as they were expecting it to. Mm -hmm. But yeah, man. Better safe than sorry. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, four times in its entire existence. Ironically enough, the first three were also due to hurricanes. Mm. And the only other time that it's actually been evacuated was right after 9-11. Oh, okay. So it's not something that happens all the time, as you can see. But if they see that it's going to be something that's really serious like this, they take the safety precautions and they evacuate. It only makes me wonder, has Disneyland ever been closed for any catastrophe? or? If I remember correctly, I think the park was shut down after John F. Kennedy died. Yeah, it was a total of three times also wow. on our coast. I mean, Disneyland actually never closes. It's technically open 365, 66 on leap years, <laughs> days a year. And wow. uh, like Mario said, the first time was after JFK died and only because it was a national day of mourning. Mm-hmm. Like it was across the U.S. Uh, things were shut down. Wow. Okay. The second time here was after the Northridge quake hit. Oh, wow. And that one mainly because it was so intense that people in Vegas actually felt the Northridge quake. North That's how intense it was. Man, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And then the only other time was uh, after the 9-11 attacks because right. when news broke on the West Coast that it was happening, it was just as Disneyland was going to open. 
So instead of opening the gates and allowing people in, they kept all the gates closed and they didn't allow guests mm-hmm. to come into the park. Yeah. yeah, I remember it was early in the morning for here too. Yeah, so there's, I mean, in the history of Disneyland, that's it. It's only been three times that uh, both part. well, I guess now four times for Walt Disney World. Hmm. But. Yeah, I didn't think a uh, natural disaster closing happened here, but I guess the Northridge earthquake. All right. Yeah, that was that was pretty heavy. Considering all the damage that happened during Northridge, I'm glad that they did because it gave them the ability to go and check all the attraction structures and make sure that everything was was still okay structurally mm. because that's really what ended up happening. There were so many things that weren't retrofitted in the city to handle that type of magnitude earthquake that it just, you know, they weren't prepared for it. Right. Yeah, I remember all the uh the freeways just snapping. Mhm. Yeah. Well, like we said, uh, as of now, the hurricane is over, and hopefully everybody that's listening to this and their families, their friends are all okay. Right. And uh, if we have any information on being able to help, if that's an option or if something that's needed, we'll go ahead and we'll throw it up in the blog post for the episode. Just uh, head over to podcasters.com slash 121. And, uh, yeah. So. so a couple other things that I ended up seeing this year. Oh, this year. <laughs> this year. This last week. Uh, Mario, are you going to get the Toy Story vans? They are officially out. I no know. Way. Do not remind me. I really, really wanted to call in sick from work today to go buy them. Shut up. No, it's you not. Were. I mean, it's not like they're, they're really... lining up. Like, yeah. this isn't the first iPhone. I still want it to be one of the first people to own the, These aren't these uh, the, the Tiki Ghost Cups. They're still going to be around. Excuse you, sir. They are just as important. <laughs> they are pretty great looking, man. They're, which one would you get? I'm still stuck on getting the Buzz Lightyear ones. The Buzz. Those are my favorite ones. The yeah. Buzz Lightyear ones. They would go really well with my Buzz hoodie. I'm also going to get those Bo Peeps. You could totally rock those. <laughs> right? Heck yeah. I would own the, those. The entire collection actually looks really good. It does so. look awesome. But no, to answer your question, I haven't picked them up yet. I know we've actually had... Oh, you ordered them? No, I'm going to go to a store and get them. Oh, I thought you ordered them. You said pick them up like Whoa. you had, like they were waiting for you no. or something. No. Like, what? I don't, I don't suppose you can go to Amazon. I think we can. <laughs> well, then, if you can, we'll throw up a link in the blog post, and you can order them through there. Pocketeers.com slash 121. <laughs> yeah, you should probably do that, Mario. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Going to a store, that is so, like, last year. <laughs> right? <laughs> probably not even last year. It was probably a few years ago. Dude, now I need to figure out if they're available on Amazon. Well, if they are. Yeah. I'll go ahead and I'll I'll throw it up in the blog post. I mean, we do advertise that you can buy anything. On we, Amazon. That is I mean, true. what you bought a Tesla last week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so those are finally available. Cool. Um, there was also an announcement that the Jungle Book is finally going to be on Blu-ray 3D. 3D? 3D, man. Get out what? Of here. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I thought it's pretty cool. It'd be nicer if we still had a 3D TV that my son didn't break. But, you know, those those are the... Hey. What do they say? Those are the hits? Or what do they say? Those saying? are the hits. Those are the hits. But, hey, at least you still have the, the 3D glasses. Yeah, totally useful. <laughs> They're a fashion statement. You know the worst part about those were? What's that? That we... <laughs> so, uh, quick story on that. So... I don't know if you guys are listening to this and if you guys have been listening for a while, you guys might have heard. I don't even remember what episode it was, but some time ago, uh, our son broke our TV when he tossed something across the room and I just think, cracked the TV. I think he misunderstood 3D TV. Yeah, I don't think he got the technology. 
So he cracked the TV, and for a long time, we uh-huh. went without a TV, and yeah. it was... Nothing but tablet watching. Oh, man. It was intense. Thankfully, uh-huh. the services that we use, like Netflix and some of the services that we had stream, were, we were able to stream TV shows through the apps and stuff. Or right. So we weren't completely uh-huh. out. But man, that was those were dark days, man. Those were dark days. Literally without the light of the TV. How did you even survive? I mean, you live like an animal. I know, right? (laughs) What are you cave people? Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, so our son broke the TV and I remember I was so hung up on buying the glasses because we actually bought it we didn't buy it brand new we had gone to best buy and it was on clearance because it was like an open item i remember that so instead of being like its full price it was like 40 percent off Mm. because it was an open item and i'm thinking that's that's a great deal we should totally get this and then as we were ringing it up the person at, at the store tells me, oh, you know what? We couldn't find the manual. We couldn't find the remote. Uh-huh. And more importantly, we can't find the two pairs of 3D glasses wow. that come with the TV. What? So you got more than so, the 40% off, right? Totally. So I'm thinking, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I asked what the price of the 3D glasses were. And they said, oh, they're about 30 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. And I a piece. Okay. All right. Fine. So I figured, okay, well, even if we spend the extra $100 at the time on the glasses, it still will be a good deal than having to buy the TV at full price. Mm-hmm. We already have one of the universal remotes that controls everything, so we're kind of set. So I figured, okay, I'll just buy the TV. We're, we're fine. Good. And then at the time, I'm, I'm thinking, I'll go on eBay, I'll go on Amazon, I'll go on all these different places to try to find these glasses at a cheaper price and i did i ended up finding them for like 19 bucks a piece oh good online so i got a pretty good deal on them i was so excited uh because at the time we already had some 3d movies like we had some disney blu-rays that were in 3d but at the time we didn't have just in case just in case exactly because (laughs) we knew that the playstation was eventually going to have the 3d support Uh uh-huh if you had a TV that supported 3D, you would eventually be able to watch it. Yeah. So I was future-proofing. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, I was future-proofing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I go out and I get all these glasses and everything. And at the time that I bought the glasses, uh, The Deathly Hallows, I think, was the movie that had just come out in 3D. Okay. Uh, the Harry Potter movie. Or one of the movies. It was one set of Harry Potter movies that had just come out in 3D. I don't remember which ones they were. Uh, but we got it, and I'm thinking, man, this is great. We should watch this. It's gonna be. A, we're gonna break the TV in, and we did. Like we we watched the movie. Literally, oh, I'm sorry. And no, that <laughs> <came> later. <laughs> so we we start watching the movie, and the first thing that we notice is that these glasses needed batteries. Really, right. we're thinking, I've like, never heard why, of this. Why do these? And there was a couple different types of 3D technology at the time and uh-huh. I think it's still the case now. I haven't really kept up with it because I don't really care about it anymore because it's just kind of a like, I've realized now that it's a fad technology. Mm-hmm. But at the time there were several types and one of them was this like oscillating type lens that kind of flickered back and forth to give you the illusion that it was popping up in 3D. Interesting. And the other ones were just like the kind that you get like when you go watch a real 3D movie at the movie at the theater. 
theater, theater. where it's the the lenticular is the one that takes care of doing that. Okay. So uh, there was some brands like LG and um, one other brand I think that did it with that type of lenticular, but we had a Samsung TV and right. Samsung had that like weird oscillating one that required the battery and everything. Ugh, about halfway through the movie, I felt like I was gonna puke man oh, it was man. like like it, the the frame rate was just tripping me out and halfway through and i was like i can't do this like she had to take them off too and so, they weren't samsung like glass sevens were they <laughs> <laughs> oh no javier that was still many moons away so yeah so we ended up giving up halfway through the movie and we ended up putting the regular blu-ray in to finish watching the yeah. movie and we never watched another 3D, 3D. movie again. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's just we have to get adjusted to it. And I kept buying the 3D ones because uh-huh. I kept just thinking we have the TV. Yeah. We can watch these one day. And we never did. I didn't buy many. I think I only bought like two more after that. Mm. But now mm. we have all four pairs of the glasses. And we have the few uh, 3D movies that we purchased and no 3D TV. I was going to say. <laughs> so as you can see, those glasses. I mean, yeah, maybe we should take – We should All three of us should put some of those on and take a picture and then post it on the Instagram account. I'm so down. we can see how stylish they were. <laughs> five years ago? Yeah, five years <laughs> exactly. ago. It's a time tackle exactly. thing, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, uh, that's what ended up happening with it. How did we even get into – oh, the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book is in 3D. So, yeah, anyway, the Jungle Book is going to be available, Blu-ray 3D. So, for anybody who's still with a 3D TV, have at that. So, you need the TV and the player and the glasses and the TV. And, and the... to be living in the 80s <laughs> when this was relevant. 80s. Dude, this isn't like the red and blue type 3D. <laughs> That's the last time it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I mean, it's... And so it you, worked. So you don't and actually. It worked. So you don't actually ever watch 3D movies when you go to the like the movie theater. No. Why? Really? Didn't we watch we Civil did. War in 3D? No, it was the Jungle Book, wasn't it? Oh, it was the Jungle Book that we, we saw watched. In 3D. The Jungle Book in 3D, and it was Look, amazing. It was awesome. Look, you know what I do when I want to watch Harry Potter in 3D? I go to Hogsmeade at Universal Studios Hollywood. Oh, fancy! <laughs> Look wow, at you. Look at oh, I forgot you got an annual pass there, or is it a season pass? Season. Thinking it's yeah. team captain of the Gryffindor Quidditch oh, team. Yeah. I am in training, sir. You well, should then, probably take a picture because well, people have no idea what you're well, talking about. If you're in training, you shouldn't be wearing a T-shirt that says team captain. <laughs> it's my goal. <laughs> I feel bad for the broom. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Ouch. <laughs> I'm going to tiptoe right around that one. Where's my high five that I knew what you were talking uh, about? Exactly. That's what I was about to <laughs> yeah. say. Thanks, man. I was like, I'm giving him that because he knew you play Quidditch on brooms. <laughs> oh, I know. Hey, what? Thank you, guys. Thank you. Wow. I totally missed that. You know, my, my brain went straight to the fat joke. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even a fat joke. It sure was, buddy. It was a witch joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the fat joke? <laughs> I knew yeah. it was. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I... Um, Wait, what, what were we just talking about? Oh, we were talking about 3D. Oh, the Jungle 3D. Book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're fancy because uh-huh. I guess you can see that in 3D. Oh, yeah. But for everybody that can't go to Hogsmeade uh-huh. and uh, see it in 3D, uh-huh. there's this alternative. Oh, Plus, we're not talking about Harry Potter. We're talking about the Jungle Book. Uh-huh. That's yeah, true. Where, are you not listening, Mario? <laughs> he was talking about the fact that he tried Mario. to watch Harry Potter in 3D. Mario. Mario. 
Are you listening? What? <laughs> Just listen to me, Mario. I'm talking about the Jungle Book. Staying alive. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Jungle Book? <laughs> you know, it's funny. When a lot of these movies get released on Blu-ray, I may not be the only one. I know that there's tons of people out there. I know Skyler's like this, too. Our buddy Skyler, he's uh, at Disney Film Facts. Yeah. Uh, he... He's like me, dude. Like, he gets a new Blu-ray, and we just go straight to the special features. Oh, yeah. Really? Like, yeah. Like about most the movie? Of the time, well, the thing is that I feel like I've already seen the movie. Oh. And half the time, I feel like, okay, I can watch it later. Uh-huh. I usually just want to watch all the featurettes, like all the behind the scenes and the making of and everything. You know what I do? I buy it, I open it, and I don't even watch it. Like, I just want to open there too. it. I've been there, too. There's <laughs> at least. I don't know. I just want to open it. There have been some movies that I do that too. Yeah. And I can't explain it. Uh, I guess it's just seeing it on the shelf. It feels like Christmas. Almost. Yeah. But do you do it with a movie that you've never seen or do you do it only with movies that you have seen? Both. Not me. I've purchased movies that I intended to watch at the theater. Uh huh. Didn't watch them because they, you know, I mean, you know me. I usually wait for the red box now. But I would buy the Blu-ray because I felt like, you know, I needed as a part of the collection. And I keep them sealed until the day that I watch them. You're hmm. weird. but okay. So the ones that are open are usually because I've already seen them. Mm. I know. It's weird. Don't, yeah. Don't. You know what? Forget I just said that. Let's move on. So the Jungle Book Blu-ray. Uh-huh. Uh, there's for a couple the things <laughs> for the fifth time. There's a couple things on there that I'm actually really excited about, and most of them I know Mario you would appreciate because they are behind-the-scenes featurettes of how they built one the scene with Ka, where she's talking to oh, Mowgli that's... about the the red flower yeah. right before she tries to squeeze Mowgli and stuff. Uh, it's how they animated all of that. So That's like an cool. animatic and everything. Uh, <laughs> and then the other portion, they showed the development of King Louis' temple. Oh, nice. Uh, there's a couple other things like uh, Neil Sethi's journey to becoming Mowgli and kind of like the process of how he got chosen and everything. Wow. There's uh, – oh, actually, no. There's one more that I'm really excited about. What's that? Uh, it's called Return of a Legend. And John Favreau actually sits down with Richard Sherman and they sit down and workshop like new lyrics and record a demo of I Want to Be Like You. Wow, seriously? And they show all of this and, and I think they play the demo in it too. Oh, so, that's cool. With Christopher Walken? No, with John Favreau. Okay, good. Stop saying <laughs> Christopher Walken. <laughs> Are you? Do you keep saying that to me because you want me to do the really bad walking impression? I kind of do. I knew it. Every time you said it earlier, like you paused a little bit and you I gave waited. me this look. Do it. And you didn't though. No, I'm not. Are you, you going to do it now though? No. Why not? Because I have a really bad walking impression. All right. So I want you to try it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Hazen. <laughs> Uh, there's a thing with, uh, Bill Murray heading down to New Orleans with some jazz legends, uh, Kermit Ruffins and Dr. John. I think they actually end up playing Bare Necessities while they're in New Orleans. Get out of here. Yeah. So that's on it. I mean, it's filled with really great features. So, uh, that's going to be releasing on November 15th. We're going to put a link in the blog post for the episode if you guys want to pre-order it or get it through Amazon using Amazon. our link. Head over to podcasters.com slash 121 and you'll see the, the image there so you can grab a copy. 
Yeah, the special features we, alone make it seem worth it. You know, I mean, right? we've already talked about the movie. We know how awesome of a job they did on this live-action interpretation, <laughs> excluding Christopher Walken's scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would have preferred Hazen's Christopher Walken. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> It's going to be an exclusive music video uh-huh. on this Blu-ray. This Blu-ray no. is going to be the uh, what's the opposite of extended cut. <laughs> that should be the true definition of director's cut. <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. No, but yeah, the special features alone make this totally worth it now. Since we're talking about movies, uh, California Adventure, October 14th, is going to be getting a sneak peek of Moana. No way. No way. I don't know if it's going to be an extended trailer for it, but usually when they have it at DCA, it's usually the, like a good 10 to 15 minutes of the movie that they end up playing. So what is this? Anyone that's there on that day gets to watch it? or No, what they do is they set it up in the Bugland Theater. Or it's it's in one of two places, but usually like where Bugsland is, they yeah. have the theater there that you can actually go watch uh, the previews there. So I believe that's where it's going to be set up. Mm. I don't remember where it was, but again, I'll update the blog post and I'll put it up there. I wonder if they and use the the chair poking things and while the, you're watching the trailer. Why would they need to? It'll be awesome. Why would they need to? <laughs> I'm confused. If, the chair poking things? Yeah, Bugs Life. It's f- like 4D and the chair moves and... It's spit. It's a uh-huh. spurt of air. I get it. Yeah. Why would they need to? So you can smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> I got this one. I got this Go one. Why would they need to? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet. They might. It's possible. Maybe there's bugs. Uh, Javier at podcasters.com <laughs> for all your complaints. Or agreements. <laughs> or agreements. Or better jokes, apparently. <laughs> By the way, I'm assuming you got zero emails of people saying, hey, where can I send your cup to? In my defense, I haven't checked yet. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, surprise. So, yeah, so that's going to be happening at DCA. Beautiful. Uh, Along the same lines, keeping it with the movies, what did you guys think of the first look at Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales? Absolutely fantastic. Well, I kind of expected that from you. Oh, well, yeah. Because you're a Jack Sparrow fan. That's true. You, yeah. Beardy. Yeah, me, Beardy. <laughs> what did you think of the trailer? Absolutely fantastic that there was no Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> now, look. <laughs> so, wait, hold on a second. I was... <laughs> so... You started saying almost exactly the same thing as uh-huh. Mario said. Yeah. And I'm thinking, no, he just, it sounds like Mario. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to be like, no, no, Mario, it's quiet. Tell me what you think, Javier. And then you threw in the Johnny Depp thing. You you did well, sir. Thank you, you threw sir. me off. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Mario, I'm sorry. We cut you off. What were you going to say? Well, it's actually interesting that you said that I would totally love this because I'm a Captain Jack Sparrow fan. But the thing that was most impressive to me is that this trailer caught my attention and none of the characters we're used to were in it. I have to agree, man. The movie actually looks good. Just the little clip that they... First of all, the graphics look a lot better for some reason. It looks like it fits into the family of those movies. Right. And yet, for some reason, the detail in some of the stuff that they're doing just looks so much better than it has in the past. Mm Mm-hmm. And just that small portion that we saw with all those pirates popping out, well, 
you know, they're ghosts or they're spirits of pirates, whatever they are, popping out and going up to somebody that looks like they're in jail. You know, they, they, that's where it looks, right? They're like they're being held captive or something. I don't even know who that character is. I don't mm-hmm. know if they were in part four because, like, Javier, I haven't seen the fourth one. I saw two and three, and mm-hmm. I thought, I'm kind of done with this. Yeah, that was me. Like, I, I kind of felt like I was done with the franchise. Yeah. I, even, I remember even watching the trailer for the fourth one and just not really being interested. Right. And that's, that's not the case for this one. That's how I felt with three, but I gave three a chance anyway, and I wish I hadn't because I didn't like it. But what I loved from the trailer was probably one of the greatest villain actors. He's been in No Country for Old Men. He was also the villain for Skyfall, and now he's the villain for this movie. I know. Javier Bardem is an amazing actor, and I cannot wait to see what he's going to do with his character. I know. Just... He's scary. He, he has like four lines that he says in the trailer. Yeah. And he executes them like perfectly. There's like this intense scariness, but there's this crazy little tiny bit of sarcasm and lightheartedness that just makes you think, this guy's crazy. He's No nuts. question about it. Like he nails this. I was thinking as I watched this trailer, if I was that prisoner that he was talking to, I'd cry. I don't even care. Like I just. No, it's seriously. It's that creepy. It's that it's very creepy. It must be a Javier thing. No. <laughs> no, it definitely is. I don't think no, so. No, it is. It is. Javier's uh, just creepy by nature. Just, yeah. It's just creepy by Javier's, nature. Javier's, man. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, when he was executing the lines, uh, I remember thinking, wow, other characters that try to be scary and spooky and try to have that lightheartedness and sarcasm all at the same time. I, I know a lot of people may not agree with me on this, but kind of think like Robert Carlyle kind of pulls it off a little bit with like Rumpelstiltskin and Once Upon a Time hmm. when he executes his lines you know he's deadpan serious about something but then in the middle of something he'll throw in the deary and all of a sudden it's okay you know what I mean like there's that little <laughs> like play on everything that he says that just at the end is hey but I'm kidding that is the yeah. greatest Christopher Walken impression yes I've ever nailed heard. it <laughs> finally <laughs> You yeah, know what I'm talking I, about? I, I completely, uh, I'm like totally on board. And you're right. Uh, Javier Bardem is doing like a phenomenal job of executing something very similar. Um, this trailer alone and just what we see of him just kind of delivering this line, just the fact that that makes you so excited. It's a true testament of like what the characters are going to bring to this movie. Because if I remember this correctly, when the story was like leaked or rumored how it was going to go, they don't make it sound as exciting. But they did that with a lot of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I wasn't on board with the idea of a Fountain of Youth kind of thing. And in this movie, they're chasing after the Trident of Poseidon. Nice. So it's kind of just like this really weird thing to like go after because you control the sea when you own it. I don't know if you've verified this yet. Let's see if a listener has. Apparently there's a hidden Mickey in this trailer. What? What? No, I didn't know that. Is real? This oh, is what I'm man. Hearing? Now I got to go watch it and watch it frame by frame yeah. to try to figure out where the hidden Mickey is. If anyone's seen it already, just let us know and save us the time. No, now I want to go watch it. Really? Like, frame no, like by right frame now. a YouTube video? No, like I want to pause and watch it and then come back. I really do. All what right. You, if what you, you find mean? it, yeah. if you find it, it's going to be right at the beginning. Yeah. It's Mickey Mouse going, huh? <laughs> like, hi. It's like a floating Mickey in the, in uh-huh. the sea. It's three bubbles. 
<laughs> yeah, oh, I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. Oh man, it's so funny. Yeah, I did not hear that there was a hidden Mickey in the trailer. Now I'm curious and want to go find it. Mm-hmm. So if you guys find it, let us know where it is, and we'll go back and we'll look for it. Yeah, we'll just save us some time. It. Javier's really serious about doing this frame by frame. <laughs> I was serious about yeah. doing it frame by frame. Stop them, please. Just no. tell them where it's at. All right. Well, we'll move on from this because I know how much Javier loves to talk about Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, yeah. And we know how much uh, Mario hates to talk about Jack Sparrow. Absolutely. Oh, man. But we'll move on and we'll talk about uh, Halloween a little bit. But yes, we'll keep please. it with the movies because why not, right? Mm-hmm. So you guys are familiar with ABC Family, the channel, yes. right? Well, now it's freeform it's no longer abc family and every year they do something called the 13 nights of halloween and they're bringing them back they're bringing that back this year good uh if you guys are not did they do this every year yeah they've been doing it for quite some time but uh i kind of like when they do that because they play certain movies that aren't really available or like really in circulation all the time uh-huh. and one of the movies that they play is hocus pocus i've never seen that dude it's a great movie you've is never it? seen hocus pocus i've never seen it's it. a really really great it's movie. the one with the three witches right yeah, yeah. i've never seen it the, i want to don't get me wrong i want to watch it i well, just never come now's your chance to it. Oh, now's your chance because you can DVR it as part of the 13 nights of Halloween. I'm doing it. So the the way that it works is they normally bring back, uh, like I said, all these movies, Hocus Pocus, Sleepy Hollow. Uh, they'll play other stuff like Goonies, Adam's Family, Adam's Family Values, Toy Story of Terror. These are the greatest Corpse movies Bride, ever. Awesome. Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Why do you have to ruin it with that last one? Dude, it gets better. Really? They actually play one of the spookiest movies of all time. Tell me. Spooky Buddies. Whoa. That I is know. on on what used to be ABC Family? That's right. No way. That's right. It's now Freeform. Freeform. So now they can really play that. They they even play the unedited version. <laughs> you have no idea what he's talking about. I have no idea. So they have all these like buddies movies with these mm. five little dogs that do all sorts of stuff and spooky buddies with like the Halloween version. I am it. terrified right now. Yeah, well, you should be. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, so all these movies are going to be available. The uh, 13 Nights starts October 19th, and they're going to be showing – usually in the evening, they'll show three to four hours worth of content. So Mm -hmm. they show different movies. Uh, We'll go ahead and we'll post the schedule, if we can find it, on Freeform in the blog post for the episode. Just head over to podcasters.com slash 121, and you'll be able to see when some of those movies are going to be on, and you can set your DVR if you guys haven't seen it. Definitely set your DVR for Hocus Pocus. I want to. I it's hear great a, things an about awesome it. Movie. You know what? As a, as a matter of fact, uh, if you guys follow us on YouTube, uh, a week or so ago, we actually ended up posting a video of Westbeat singing at Downtown Disney. They sang like a quick medley of Sarah's song, which is also known as Come Little Children, depending mm-hmm. on which version of the album uh, or who you're asking. I don't know uh, the song. The song. Uh, you can actually uh, watch on the YouTube channel. I'll put a link to the video in the blog post for the episode, too. Oh, what's the song from? From Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they did a medley of two songs that appear on that movie, and it was uh, them singing Sarah's song, or Sarah's theme, at, rather. It's not Sarah's song, it's Sarah's theme. Uh-huh. Uh, and I Put a Spell on You. So they sang both of those. Uh, check it out. It'll be on the YouTube channel. Uh, again, you can also check the blog post for the episode. Uh, they did a pretty good good job with it. I, Absolutely. I enjoyed the 
their performance while we were at Downtown Disney. Yeah, Sweet. I loved it. And actually, if you go watch them now, I think they perform during the week. They're actually dressed as like ghosts. Oh, uh, really? Like, yeah, because <laughs> instead of caroling, they're uh-huh. scaroling. All right. During the scene. Right. I see what so they're, they're actually dressed as ghosts, which is kind of cool. So, <laughs> Are they trying to hitchhike or anything? Or They should. They'd probably get a ride. <laughs> probably get a ride. Keeping with the holidays, uh, we'll skip over Halloween a little bit, and we'll jump right over to Thanksgiving. Oh, and finally. Not because we're going to get pie now, Javier. Come on. Not because we're going to get pie now. <laughs> You're such a tease. I'm sorry. I always do this to you, right? His face from the excitement <laughs> right. to the disappointment. Yeah. Uh, no, the reason I'm bringing up Thanksgiving is because this week the Disneyland Resort announced that uh, if you don't want to do Thanksgiving at home or with friends or anything mm-hmm. on the 24th, they will have Thanksgiving dinner available really? at the resort again. Yeah. That's actually really cool. So there's going to be several locations uh, at both Disneyland and at Walt Disney World that are going to be doing this. Uh, you can make reservations by going to Disneyland.com slash dining, just like you would for any of the other uh, restaurants. I'm on it. So at the Disneyland Hotel, you'll be able to go eat at the Hotel Grand Ballroom. That's going to be just a buffet from noon to 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day. Did you just say just a buffet? That is the greatest thing ever. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just know, a it's buffet. Just. just a buffet. So I'm sorry, Javier. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be not just the buffet. <laughs> the greatest thing ever. There you yeah. go. From noon to 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving. Wait, I'm writing this down. You know, they're going to have turkey, uh, prime rib. Yes. They're going to have uh, stuffing, sweet potatoes, um, poached shrimp, <laughs> apparently. For Thanksgiving. Uh, king crab legs. Don't ask questions. And all sorts of desserts, mousses, uh, a chocolate fountain <laughs> with like <laughs> different sweets and stuff I like would that. totally just drink out of that. Just Right? Uh, so the... The other location That's is going to be yeah, none for you. Uh, the other location is going to be at Goofy's Kitchen. Uh, Steakhouse Fifty Five is going to be offering a three course dinner, yeah, which, there is we gonna, go. which is going to include a butternut squash soup or a crispy shredded skirt steak. Uh-huh. And the entree is going to be roasted turkey Wellington with a brioche stuffing. I thought you said they were going to serve Thanksgiving food. It is. It's a fancy Thanksgiving. Oh, is that what it is? 55. Oh, see. Look, if they served me that, I'd be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> Inside of Disneyland Park, there's going to be some Thanksgiving-type meals over at the Carnation Cafe. They're going to have oven-roasted turkey with uh, cornbread stuffing, pumpkin pie for lunch and dinner. There we go. Uh, the Plaza Inn, the Riverbell Terrace, the French Market Restaurant, and the Blue Bayou are all going to have their own types of Thanksgiving dinners. Cafe Orleans is also going to have something. And believe it or not, tamales are going to be available at Rancho <laughs> del Zocalo yes. for lunch and dinner. I hope it's turkey. Served with enchiladas. Nice. I'm assuming there's going to be turkey enchiladas. Turkey tamales and turkey enchiladas. I'm down. <laughs> that sounds amazing, right? <laughs> you know what I want? What's the name of the hot dog shop? I want like a turkey dog with cranberry sauce on it. That looks on like the ground with the a black bun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, award winners. Award is, winners. Is where they have it. Oh, they need... probably already have a turkey one. Dude. Do they? They probably yeah, do. Probably. Over at California Adventure, you can get... Hammered? 
<laughs> yes, uh, amongst other things. Uh, but the Carthay Circle Restaurant is going to be offering their own turkey dinner. The Wine Country Trattoria is also going to be having their own version of Thanksgiving dinner, along with Pacific Wharf Cafe. Flo's V8 Cafe is going to have something, and Ariel's Grotto will also have something on that day. Flo's V8 Cafe, though, is actually going to be serving day after Thanksgiving sandwiches Ooh, on the 25th. Yeah, so love that. all that additional turkey is going to get soaked in gravy and get put into sandwiches. <laughs> you know what they're not going to sell? Turkey legs. Oh, those will be in the carts, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they still will. And plenty of people will buy them, too. <laughs> oh, sure. I would totally like walk in with one and be uh, like, oh, can I just put this on my plate? <laughs> It'll like, be Thanksgiving dinner on the go. Yes. I'm like, can I get gravy on this turkey leg? Right? That would be nice that if you could just nice. walk in and get it. Can I get it in a cup, please, so I can dip? <laughs> Question for you guys. Go for it. Clearly, there's a lot of different options. It all comes with uh, semi-different meals. It comes with semi-different views. If you guys spent the holidays, Thanksgiving, at the Disneyland Resort and had this dinner, mm-hmm. which place would you do it at and why? That's hmm. a good question. That is a good question. I'm going to the buffet. That's you can't fa- go wrong, that's buffet. Good. I, I want to agree with Javier because, like, bang for your buck, like, you're yeah. probably going to get the best deal from the buffet. Because here's the thing. My thing with, with a, a sit-down place, like the other ones, at least at the buffet, if I don't like something, I don't have to pick it. I can just go straight for the most delicious things that are delicious for me. That's interesting. Like, you don't think you would just kind of appreciate sitting at the Riverbell Terrace watching the know, rivers? Man. Or, like, watching the castle from the plaza? I will say, though, that when I look at what Steakhouse 55 is going to have, like, I can sit there and appreciate that, too, because I'm not as picky with my food as Javier is. Like, I'm a little bit more adventurous. Javier <laughs> makes dirty faces at anything he's never had. He's like a three-year-old. Yep. <laughs> but I know what I, I like, read, man. That's all. I know what I like. Yeah, I know what I like, too. But uh-huh. the thing is that if I read what they're serving at Steakhouse 55, I can also appreciate all of the work that went into that three-course meal. Mm -hmm. And I know that if I'm going to eat at a place like Steakhouse 55, I'm not going to go wrong with that meal. Almost everything that I've ever had there has been delicious. Mm. So you can't really go wrong with that. If you're looking for, like I said, like bang for your buck, the buffet is really going to be the way to go because Mm -hmm. you can keep going up if you want to. You have a bunch of different things that you can select and if you happen to not like one particular item like Javier said you just choose what's good for you and that's kind of the thing like when you go to a family Thanksgiving dinner too right absolutely like you go and everybody brings in like potluck style they bring in different types of plates and then there's like 20 different stuffings and you don't like 20 different types of stuffings <laughs> like maybe you just like one or two <laughs> of them and the other ones are like oh, okay, yeah, they're not that bad. <laughs> but, you know, if there's 20 types of stuffings at a buffet, you just choose the one that you like. Right. So, And plus, with a buffet, it's going to feel like you're home and Thanksgiving. Don't we usually get super full? Yeah. See? Yeah. I'm going to feel like I'm at home. He also loosens his belt. That's true. <laughs> so that's something scary. <laughs> uh, but I guess in answer to your question, Mario, uh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all that. Thanks. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. Mario, uh, what, okay, what would you choose? I will. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll give you a choice. Uh, go I'm going to go with Steakhouse 55. Good choice. Javier? Uh, I'm sticking with Buffet. Okay. See, I, I think with me, I'm just going to stay with the plaza. 
it's where I'm most comfortable just kind of having meals there anyways. Uh-huh. I just like the view of the castle. I like to be able to see the Matterhorn while I eat. I think I'd have dinner at the plaza. That's a good choice. All right. All right, You're well, wrong, but you know. <laughs> I don't think there's really a wrong place. <laughs> there, yeah, there's no wrong choice and here. They're all really great choices. Uh, so <laughs> we'll, we'll throw the question out to all of the listeners, too. If you guys uh, had to spend Thanksgiving or are choosing to spend Thanksgiving at the resort, what's your restaurant of choice? And it doesn't have to be food-related. It could just be that you like the ambiance exactly. for that. Like maybe you just like the way the Blue Bayou looks, you know, and you want to eat there. Ooh, Blue Bayou. Because for the most part, they all have some kind of Thanksgiving dinner. They all just have a little different twist. Like I think the the Blue Bayou one is like a turkey roulade with like truffle stuffing or something like that. So, again, they're all going to be a variation of Thanksgiving dinner. Right. Is that, is that restaurant that's across from uh, the Jungle Cruise still open? The Bangle Barbecue? Is that open? Or are you talking about the Riverbell Terrace? No. Bangle. Is that a, still a thing? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they sell skewers. That's my question. Any Thanksgiving skewers there? Well, see, it's not. It's not. A Look, sit man, down. I'm gonna tell you a secret, okay? You can call anything a Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Doesn't have to be turkey. Uh, all you gotta say is thank you. Just say thank you. <laughs> and if you want to do that with the skewers, they can be Thanksgiving skewers. Yes. So if that makes you feel happy, Javier, you go and you do you. If you want to buy four turkey legs and just put a stick through them. <laughs> That, that would be your great. Choice. The greatest shish kebab ever. <laughs> Four turkey legs. Uh, so yeah, again, we'll we'll throw the question out to you guys. If you guys are choosing to eat Thanksgiving at the resort, uh, which restaurant are you going to choose? It doesn't have to necessarily be because of the food they're going to be serving, but maybe just because you like the ambiance. So leave a comment on the Instagram post, Facebook, or maybe even the blog post for the episode, and we'll read it in an upcoming episode. Uh, you know what? Speaking of the blog, uh, we actually had a couple of comments that were on there uh, that came up this last week uh, from some previous episodes. And so I want to read a few of those. Uh, the first one is from listener Brian. He actually answered the question that we put out if he liked the day version of the Christmas castle or the night version. Didn't even mention the 60th anniversary <laughs> one, Mario. Uh, but this was his reply. He said, hey, Podcateers, it's hands down Christmas castle at night. To me, what is better than seeing the castle all lit up for the holidays? A second castle by it. Ha ha ha. It's going to be awesome having it decorated with snow, ornaments, and lights. You know what? He's right. A second castle right next to it would be great. Uh-huh. But it would have to be like a mini castle because there's just no room. No room. So, But or, I like the way Brian's thinking. Or the second floor. Or the second floor. Yes. One of the upcoming floors. Now, Brian, right? thank you for your answer. But in his answer, he kind of proves my point why your question's irrelevant and mine isn't. Go ahead. It, you're asking, what do you like better? Christmas lights on or off? Yours is a dumb question. It's not. <laughs> People agree. As a matter of fact, here's someone else that agreed. This is from listener Jeffrey who said, Hey, guys, yet another great show. You three always make my work day so much better. Oh, my vote? Christmas Castle at night. So beautiful. I do like the day photo as well, but the night pick is just a little bit better. Phone drop. Oh, I shouldn't have done that to my phone. Yeah, don't do that. Jeffrey, thank you very much for your answer too, but proved my point again. Lights on, win. <laughs> You're just bitter because nobody's saying You're... 60th anniversary yeah. castle. You didn't give it an option. <laughs> we sure did. No, we you did. did. We did it in the episode. We did no, it on the did episode. It. 
Look, just because I didn't put the poll up after doesn't mean we uh-huh. didn't mention it in the episode. And so far, they're answering the episode. I still think my question makes more sense. We didn't have a Christmas castle last year, so did you miss it or not? Which one was your favorite? Not lights on versus lights off. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> I hate to say this, Hazel. I'm agreeing with Mario. <laughs> he kind of convinced me. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to pick the 60th anniversary castle, but I'm still agreeing with him. Get out. Both of you. You're done. Get out. Whatever. By the way, I'm going with lights on as well. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, And we had one more comment, actually. This was from listener Luke. This was actually from uh, an older episode. So I guess Luke has gone back and started listening to the older episodes. Oh, wow. He had just listened to episode 71. And he says... That's way back. Yeah, that was when we first did the ice cream. Oh, okay. Remember that episode? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So Luke says, guys, love the podcast. Listening to Mario's comments crack me up. Wow, he might be the first, Mario. Whoa. Oh, no. What, this is what, a fake account. Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> what is it's this guy? It's a spam bot. What's this guy's name? Uh, his name is Luke. Hey, Luke. Um, no, my name's Javier, not Mario. <laughs> uh, so, Luke says, uh, guys, love the podcast. Listening to Mario's comments crack me up. The bacon story in the beginning of this podcast had me rolling on the floor Listening to you guys laugh makes me laugh. You make my day at work go fast. You make my day at work go by fast while learning cool facts about Disney and so much more. Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Luke, for those comments. And Jeffrey and Brian, uh, for a moment, I did think that they had Mario confused with Javier. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to listen to that episode. I'm I'm thinking back on that episode, and I'm thinking, oh, you know what happened in that episode? (laughs) Mario ate the burnt bacon. Oh, yeah. Remember I tried to make the bacon and I overcooked it. And so he's like, oh, yeah, I'll eat this charcoal. And he ended (laughs) up eating it anyway. (laughs) Ah, that was a good episode. That That was was a great episode. I think it's time to make that beer ice cream again. I think it's time. And we should put it side to side with that Chocorosa. Who will win the battle of the beer ice cream? Ice cream is a wish your hog makes. Or the 60th anniversary castle. for that one too mario no no oh man oh dude seriously i want ice cream now and bacon i want bacon that's oh, what i want bacon. uh next week but not next burnt week. not burnt, not burnt. <laughs> so let's actually jump to california adventure while we're talking about uh stuff that's happening Recently, they started the whole journey of saying goodbye to Tower of Terror. Yes. Uh, Disneyland did the whole, let's say goodbye, final checkout. And overnight, then, and then it's all Overnight, gone. they took the sign down. <laughs> right. And it didn't make sense to a lot of people. Everybody was angry because people were setting to go down to the park because they wanted to say their goodbyes, take a couple of pictures with the Tower of Terror sign before it came down. Uh, I'm a little jealous that... Uh, AJ and VJ had a chance to take a picture oh, with the Tower of Terror sign before it came down. 
Uh, but it's okay. I know Photoshop. So <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going to take so, them out. I'm going to take them out the and, sign. Put, and put myself there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the sign came down, and everybody was really confused. We actually talked about this. It looks like it's making a little more sense as to why they did that, because earlier this week, the Disney Parks blog actually posted a video with the first look at what the collector's fortress for Mission Breakout is going to look like. Right. You guys both saw the video. What are your first thoughts on what this new structure is going to look like? It looks like one of those straws you wear on your face as you're slurping up your drink and it's going all over your eyes and ears. Fantastic and, description. And you drink it like that. Yeah. I couldn't have described that better myself. My opinion, it looks like the Power Rangers are putting the Megazord together. I I cannot get on board with this building. It looks like they, a, a child put glue and a lot of straws. It looks like a kindergarten macaroni a, art project. On a box. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now the bats parts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know how many people are going to understand the reference that I'm about to throw out there, but Go for it. I looked at it and it kind of looks like the Infinity Gauntlet. Do you guys know what that is? No. Uh, the Infinity Gauntlet was introduced as part of a Marvel comic series. Uh, it's like a big golden glove that has like I jewels and stuff I on it. I see it now. And so the primary difference between the Infinity Gauntlet and the Collector's Fortress is that uh, it has like all these pipes and stuff yeah. that are coming out that are going to be lit up and stuff. Uh, there's already some scaffolding that's being put up already at Tower of Terror. You can see it. Uh, I think they started with the backside of mm. it right now. So uh, it looks like the reason they took down the sign is because they're going to start the painting and reconstruction mm. process because it's really ambitious for them to change the entire ride in less than a year. Right. And right. so they're starting now and they want to launch it by summer. They can do the inside, obviously, you know, because they're shutting down the the attraction, but they want to get a head start. And so it's interesting that they are allowing people to see the transformation as, you know, people are trying to say goodbye to the tower itself. But it looks like that's why they did it. And so it's really just because they wanted a head start. Uh, we'll put up the video in the blog post for the episode. You guys can check it out if you haven't seen it already. Uh, it looks, I, I gotta tell you, the more and more that I'm reading and the more I kind of hear about the story, maybe it's because in my head, I've already come to terms with the fact that this is happening. I'm kind of <laughs> liking where it's going. Really? I kind of like where it's going. Did we watch the same video? Uh, we did, but just in general, I think the idea, I, okay, so here's the deal. When they first announced that this swap over was going to happen, the biggest concern that people had was how are they going to pull off a drop ride? Mm -hmm. You know, because for Tower of Terror, it works because it's an elevator. It's right. a broken elevator. You go up, you go down. How are they going to do that with Guardians of the Galaxy? And little by little, more and more details are coming out about what it's going to look like inside, what it's going to look like outside, a little bit more about the ride story. And so far... I'm kind of on board with some of the changes. Like, obviously, what they describe and the actual execution are going to be totally different. Once you ride it for the first time, right. you may feel totally different. Mm -hmm. But so far, I think I might be able to get on board with this change. Mm. Okay, so. 
I don't know, man. I I mean, I hear what you're saying. They you, just don't you, make sense. You think you can kind of get on board. <laughs> you you like where it's going. You understand that it's not going to go any further than the plans they described to us, right? Like it's not going to get any more elaborate. This is their plan. All right, well, they're the just going to like to get more elaborate. They're just going to spray glue on the walls and throw stuff on it. And whatever lands is what it's going to look like in May. No, I mean, the story has to get more elaborate because they're going to have to give us a story to believe in in order for the attraction to be enjoyable. Because you can't just throw some visual up and then expect, like, the ride to be exciting. I give you Superman the Escape. Just because you slap Superman on there and you go up and down doesn't make it a good ride. Okay, first, we're talking about rides. Don't bring Superman into this. Second, <laughs> I'm not even gonna comment. It's not even worth my energy. Wait mad, a minute, bro. it's a great ride. You guys. mad, bro? It's a good ride. Come on. You went from great to good. It, Keep it's, going. It's an okay ride. It's a ride. <laughs> you know what? It's... Barely. <laughs> it's like the first three seconds of screaming at California Adventure. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. It's like backing out of my driveway at 25 miles per hour and slamming the brake before I hit the sidewalk. That is what that ride is. Sounds but my so much is, fun. <laughs> but my point is, I'm not questioning the story that's going to go into this. I'm totally on board because if it's one thing that we know, they know how to create stories for their rides. Okay? It, this is what makes it exciting. It is visually unappealing. That is my complaint. Well, it's visually unappealing to you because... Because it's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just fits what's happening. That know? it's ugly? <laughs> no. I think it fits. I mean, if you think about the collector from the comic books and if you think about the collector, just how he's portrayed, it it fits the character. It just the fortress fits what they're trying to accomplish with it. And if you're following the storyline of Rocket trying to save the Guardians, then OK, I kind of see where they're going with it. How the whole going up and down in the in the mechanism that's currently the elevator is going to work, that's still to be seen. And I think that's what's going to make or break the, the attraction going forward. If they can incorporate those drops in a way that's, that feels organic, then I think it's going to be successful. Otherwise, people are just going to reject it even more. You're right. It absolutely makes sense that they're kind of in the process of this. When you really just kind of put the timeline out there the ride closes completely in january mm-hmm. and it's going to open up as a completely new attraction in may how much time do you really have to kind of work on this if they didn't start now then that's what i'm it, saying exactly it just makes perfect sense it does and i know it there's a lot of people angry about it uh i think like i said i i know i mentioned it last episode too i think i've just come to terms with the fact that the change is happening and acceptance the faster you accept it the faster you can move on and have a dirty hot dog <laughs> it's gonna change the name it's gonna be like rocket dog the rocket dog yeah, yeah. i'm sure it will be mm-hmm. you know what i want inside i just want to see if howard the duck is in there just like in the awesome. movie yeah fantastic i hope they incorporate a lot of that stuff because i know that a big portion of the soundtrack is actually going to be incorporated I into hope really so. yeah they've actually talked about incorporating the first soundtrack and it's supposed to be random songs too just like you get random drops Random songs are gonna play when you're writing. Interesting. Don't know how much truth there is to that, but as, so far that's what I I remember hearing about. As it. much truth as the fifty different endings on Star Tours. <laughs> I don't know about anybody out there, but I've seen three. <laughs> I don't think I've seen more than two. <laughs> I I've written that uh, a few times, and I think four. 
Is me. what you've seen? Yeah. Yeah. There are four of them? I, I think at least four, yeah. Interesting. And one of the random songs, you know it's going to be Let It Go. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. You cannot wait. It's when the right freezes. <laughs> when it breaks down. <laughs> when it breaks. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll throw the question out to you guys. Uh, How do you guys feel? I know we've asked this before, but now that you guys – if you guys have seen the first look at what the Collector's Fortress is going to look like, what are your thoughts? Like, do you like the concept of what's coming, or are you on Mario's side and just thinking, nope, can't get on board? Uh, Are you looking forward to the change? I I know for a fact that there's people on – that follow us on Instagram that are totally on board for the change – and there's a lot of people that are still upset about it. And a lot of people that are upset are – I'm, I'm kind of seeing the trend that it's a lot of the people that wanted to go get a couple of pictures and write it the way that it existed. Right. But they've changed so much of it in the last two weeks that that's what's upsetting. Like they did the whole like let's say goodbye. No, we're going to take it away from you now. Hmm. So I think that's what's upsetting people. But – uh, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Take a look at the video. Uh, head over to the blog post for the episode. It'll be at pocketeers.com slash 121. And give us your thoughts, Instagram, Facebook, or on the blog. Leave your hashtag. Team accept or team upset. Team <laughs> 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 All right, guys. That is going to wrap up this episode. But before we wrap up, I want to let you guys know that this episode of Pocketeers is brought to you by listeners like you. Aww. That's right. If you guys want to be a fairy godparent to the podcast, just like some of the other ones that we already have, you can go to one of two places. You can either go to podcasters.com and then find and click on the Patreon button or go to patreon.com slash for more information. For as little as $1 a month, you too can be a fairy godparent of the podcast. And believe it or not, that actually goes a really long way to help keep the podcast running. To everyone that's already uh, helping us out, we truly appreciate your support. Uh, same goes for everyone that's currently using our Amazon link. Amazon! Anytime you want to make a purchase on Amazon, make sure Amazon. that you go to podcasters.com slash Amazon, Amazon first. Click on the big Amazon, Amazon logo. That will take you to Amazon, Amazon. with our special link. And your purchase will actually cost you the exact same thing, but we will get a small commission as a thank you from Amazon because you went through our link. Are you broken? (laughs) So the next time you want to make a purchase on Amazon, Amazon. just head over to podcasters.com slash Amazon first and click on our banner. All right, guys. Anything else before we close up this episode? I'm set. Marty's ready to go play Quidditch. I got a lot of practice. (laughs) When your mom makes you sweep. (laughs) <laughs> no, I got nothing. No? <laughs> Alright guys, well that is gonna wrap it up for this episode. As always, thank you all so very much for listening. Thank you. Here is the beer shoes and make ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. We get a we get a what? <laughs> she brought it this back. This isn't gonna be a thing. Stop it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm going home. <laughs>